Please give a warm welcome to Andrina. Thanks so much, Tim. Luckily, in the start of my notes, I get to tell you how old I am. So, um, I am 35 years old. Yes, I know. Some of you can't imagine, you know, getting to that age. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I'm going to finalise off our identity series to tonight that Singe has uh, so capably done for us this term. So while him and Hannah are on leave, he's left it in my hands for tonight. So yes, as I said, I'm 35 years old. I am a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a youth leader and have been obviously for a very long time. I am an administration manager here at this church. And as you can see, I've misprinted my notes onto outline paper by mistake, uh, but shh, don't tell me. Um, <laughs> I am an abuse survivor. I am a teacher and I'm a friend. But most importantly to me, I'm a Christian. Being a Christian or a follower of Jesus has been the most influential and pivotal part of my life. When I made that decision at 15, my entire life changed direction. Knowing that God loved me enough to love me the way I am, as well as wanting me to grow and change, was profound for me. So over this term, Singe has done an incredible job of walking us all through this series. He has covered several different areas on identity, such as that we have a purpose here on earth, we are made for more. We have a purpose and we're made for more. In the second week, he did that illustration with the core flute acting as the wall, if you remember that, if you were here. Um, and that was to represent some of the walls we build so that we can kind of hide behind them. Uh, and then he talked about how to break down those walls. In week three, he spoke about identity roadblocks and how what we are thinking and patterns in our lives can be indicators of unhealthy self-identity. And at last house party, he talked about how Jesus is a still, steady voice who wants to cheer us on to be the best versions of ourselves. That life won't be perfect when we choose to walk with Jesus, but he will help us to lead a fulfilling life. So as part of the end of this series, I want to do something a little bit different. And I think it's super important for you to hear from people your own age. So I would like to invite Ellen Bond and Ben Kelly to come up on stage with me. Welcome, guys. Are you of the people that had a good week, a bad week, an up and down week? Good week. Good week? Average. Average. Yeah. Oh, that's not Average. good. <coughs> Boo. Yeah. So I thought we'd start off, I've told the audience a little bit about myself, and so I would like to hear a little bit about you guys. So Ellen, do you want to start and tell us a little bit about yourself, what um, makes you you? Yeah, I'm Ellen, I'm 17, uh, I go, I'm in year 12 at Bayside Christian College. Uh, I Where I used to teach actually, I knew Ellen when she was little. <laughs> I play netball, I do calisthenics, which is like dancing for those of you who don't know and yeah most importantly I'm a Christian. Excellent thank you for sharing that. What about you Benny? I'm Benny as Andrea <laughs> said. Um, I'm 18. I go to Frankston High School. I'm in year 12. 
Um, my hobbies are basketball and acting, which are very different ends of the spectrum, but like, you know what, whatever. You love them both? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty yeah. much. I'm a Christian too. Yeah, excellent. And you're in your acting life, you've played a few different roles. What was your role last year in Broadway in a week on this stage? <laughs> um, my role last year in Broadway in a week, I played a drag, so I dressed up as a woman. And he did. Beautiful long dress yeah. that he wore. Yeah. Very outside my comfort zone. But yep. Yeah. But you felt comfortable enough in yourself and comfortable enough in who you are to play a part like that in front of all the people that you know. Yep, yep. Yeah. I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, uh, now tell us a little bit about your families. What type of family have you grown up in? Well, I live with both of my parents. I have a younger brother and a sister and they're twins and they're all amazing and they're so supportive of my faith, but I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Okay. And was that, did that make things difficult for you? I think for me it was easy in the sense that I went to Bayside. So when I went to Bayside, it was like this whole different world from what I grew up with at home. Everyone was Christian. Everyone was so loving. Not that my family wasn't loving, but it was a different kind of love. And so it helped me to learn about God and the Bible and my faith. And it was something that I could then explore at home. And everyone was so supportive. So I found it pretty easy. Fantastic. So would you, do you just come along to youth or do you go to church as well on a Sunday or how Um, does that fit in your family? I've started to come to church recently because I finally asked my boss if I could have Sundays off because after going like Camp No Fear, I was like, no, I have to go. Yeah, brilliant. Well done. (laughs) I know there's lots of people in this room that have asked the same thing of their bosses. So that's brilliant. Thank you. And what about you, Ben? What's your family like? So... Some people may call it a typical Christian life, but I've grown up in um, a Christian home. My parents have been together since I can remember. Um, Which is a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have two older sisters. Louise is over there somewhere. Um, (laughs) And, yeah. No, I've been growing up in Gateway for all my life. Grew up in God's Own. A couple of the people in here have been my God's Own leaders. And, yeah. And they still have them here at youth. Yep. How exciting. Yep. They moved on. Yep. So but you've also got a pretty big extended family as well. Yep. Yep. Big family. Yes, big very family. lots of cousins, <laughs> yep. like lots of cousins and aunties and uncles. So that's was that make life interesting, having that many people in your family? Yeah, I mean, um, it's... Not very interesting during the year, but when it does get to Christmas time, it gets fairly hectic. Mum's one of seven, so imagine trying to sort out Christmas with grandparents and extended family and everything and just getting together in one house, trying to fit everyone in that house as well. It just And feed everyone as well. Yep, yep. a lot of food, yep. heaps of leftovers. <laughs> or anyone else here from a really big family? There's a few of you, yes. Yeah, Danny's, yep. So it make, can make things a little bit interesting. Uh, so you've both spoken a little bit about schools, and I think I'll start with you, Ben. Um, you say you went to, you've gone to Frankston High School, which is obviously a public school. I went there too. Awesome place. Yep. Sometimes. Awesome. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> tell us a little bit about how going to a public school has maybe informed your identity. That's tough. Um, 
Well, initially, going to a public school and being a Christian isn't ideal for a Christian. Um, I was bullied during my first couple of years in high school and most of my primary school for the person I am, but it does um, make a big 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 impact on your life and it does belly up your resilience towards people and like my identity from who I am now to who I was when I started high school is very different because I used to start off hiding myself and and not talking about who I am and what I do on a Friday nights and what I do on Sundays so from like to now I like my friends and I talk about it all the time. Wow, well done. That's a pretty big change to make and it takes a lot of confidence for you to actually make the step from kind of saying nothing to being open with who you are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about you, Ellen? You said, you've mentioned that you went to Bayside, so obviously that had, is what influenced your Christian journey. Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, I think mine's so different to Ben's because everybody at Bayside, well, most people are Christian and so they're all there to support you and I think that that's really helped shape who I am and shape my faith and just, this is going to turn into like a Bayside promo, but it's such a good school and it's so loving and like the community there is so great and I just love Bayside too much. Excellent. No, that's, that's fantastic to have, I think it's precious to be able to be at a school where you actually enjoy going there each day because you spend a lot of time there, don't you guys? Yeah, a lot of time at school. So obviously um, things aren't always perfect at a Christian school. Would you say that there have been things that have happened in your journey there that maybe, like, because obviously we can't say everyone's journey is perfect and everything goes smoothly. Has there been anything? We didn't talk about this beforehand, guys. I'm throwing one at her. No. I don't think so. I feel no. like I probably... Sh- that's not the answer you were looking for, but no. no that's okay. I think- Oops, drop my water. That's all right. I just feel like Bayside is so great, mm. as I said. No, nah, I don't think there's anything that I would for wish you. was different for me. Yeah. Yeah. I know everybody is different, but... Okay, no, that's cool. So, obviously, um, part of our identity is, like, the culture that we are... A part of and I know for everyone here in this room you are all growing up in a social media heavy life that is um, the new way of communicating uh, and I'm not going to start naming all the different types because I'll probably miss something or say something wrong um, but um, I'm just wondering for you guys up here if, are you on social media when did you choose to join social media what how has that influenced you Medigo. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ladies um, first. I probably got s- social media a little bit later than most people did. I don't know. I was probably in like year nine, ten, and <laughs> is that late? I don't know. I just I feel like everyone was on Snapchat when they were in like year seven. <laughs> I was the one who wasn't cool. But I just think I don't post on any of it enough to okay. really worry about how it affects me. Yep. I'm more just on there for all the pages that I have to be on for school and. Youth and you have to be on there for school. What? No, we have. Okay, no. <laughs> wow, this is going to be on? exciting, but yeah. we have this new um, school Facebook page. It's okay. Fun. There we go. Apparently, you do school on Facebook. <laughs> no. Um, so obviously, for you, it hasn't impacted your world that much, or the way that you have formed your identity. Would you say? Not really. Like I 
don't care about likes or comments. I think it's more just how you see other people interact on social media. It's kind of like affected me and like understanding what's acceptable and what's yep. a tad odd yep. in the world. That's okay. probably just how I see it. No, that's all right. Ben, earlier we spoke and you said your journey was a little bit different to that. Do you want to talk a little bit about mm. that? Um, don't recommend this, but I did get social media behind my parents' back. Do not recommend. They do get angry. That's the disclaimer. Um, so, yeah, um, I did get it very early on in high school and I... I did go through the struggles that a lot of people do have with social media and the temptations that they that they bring upon themselves. And um, from when I used it back then to how it is now in my life, it's it's a pretty big jump because I learnt and I went through everything and I got into trouble with a couple of people and um, came out the other side like it didn't necessarily have a good impact on my life but I chose to use that to shape me and to shape how I see the world now and it it really makes a difference and um, to now I barely use it but it's pretty much just messaging messaging for platform for like youth group and pretty much like in the school yeah thank you for sharing that I know you um Everyone in here would be very different and I think the way that uh, social media can be misused, you need to be really careful with how you're choosing to represent yourselves if you're on Facebook or Snapchat or Instagram, whatever it is that you choose to use, you need to decide who you are before you start putting yourself out there because you can be so easily influenced by what, you know, I've got to get the perfect shot so that I get the most amount of likes or um, the most amount of shares for something, whereas that really what uh, you want to represent yourself as. Do you want to be true to yourself and your friends and your family or do you want to put a, a fake persona up there that isn't actually a true reflection of who you are? So that's my encouragement to all of you guys. So we're running a little bit um, low on time. I can't quite see Laura. We're going good? Yep. So um, I mentioned earlier that um, becoming a Christian, a follower of Jesus, had a profound impact on my life. Would you want to talk about maybe what happened with you and your relationship with God? Because both of you said you're Christians. Yeah, well, when I was little, I think... I knew who God was and I believed in God because we used to go to church when I was really little and that kind of just faded out until I was like not old enough to realise what I was missing out on. But I think when I came to Bayside, probably that was the first time that I really experienced what like true Christianity was, I think is the best way to put it. And so I learnt about God and I grew in my faith and I grew in who I was and I felt more comfortable in who that was. It's and amazing. I think just like helping to press into God and like valuing how he sees me more than what other people would think of me has really helped understand who I am. That's fantastic. Thanks, Ellen. What about for you, Ben? Um, I grew up in Christian house, as I said before, but I wasn't really a follower as such. I was more so one of those people who goes to God's own, listens to the stories and everything and just goes, yep, I know that. Yep, 
doesn't doesn't really impact my life as such and then got into high school and I hit a roadblock and um I really turned to God in that moment where I was bullied and such and it was just like God and Jesus were my only people at that mm. point and I turned to the person who I could trust and the person who I could rely on even though I couldn't see him I still relied on him and like Never really failed for me That's in that amazing. time. And you recently got baptised, isn't that right, Ben? Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. And we've got like so many of you getting baptised next week. If there's any ever a time to come to church, it's next Sunday, the what was it, seventh or something. So we've got lots of people here from youth getting baptised. Are there any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our audience about identity and how that can influence us all? okay if you don't um i mean what i would say is don't let other people's point of view affect who you are as a person like for a period of time i let people think think about me in different ways and that affected who i was and i tried to change myself because of what they thought and like I put acting aside in school because of that because I didn't think it was like cool. So I I would recommend to all of you try not to take on what people think about you. Try to take on what you think about you and what God thinks about you and really just be yourself and yeah. That's brilliant. Um I was just going to say that when you know who you are, be it loudly and don't be ashamed of it and don't let anybody tell you that there's something wrong with that because God made you perfectly and I think you just need to love everybody and like just surround yourself with people that love you back. That's fantastic. Thank you. Well done. Yes. So I really appreciate both of you and um, who both of you are and Ellen, the joy that you bring to everyone that's around you just by listening and um, being around people. I know that there's people in this room, your friends, that uh, feel more joyful walking away from a conversation with you. And Ben, I just love your confidence and I love the way that and you have grown into an incredible young man that is on fire for God and not afraid to be who God wants you to be. So I just want to encourage you with that. Can we have a, give them a hand as they head off stage? Thank you. So tonight we've obviously heard from two incredible young people who are far from perfect, just like we all are. Um, but they're figuring out how to be the best versions of themselves in life. And I understand that all of you in this room are in a stage of life where you're figuring out who you are and how you fit into this world. And you're going to hear, as Ben said and Ellen both said, you're going to hear a lot of different opinions from a lot of different people about uh, you know, how to be who you are. You're gonna, the world's going to influence you. Culture, um, social media is going to tell you one thing. Your friends and family will tell you another. And you're going to, at times, feel pulled in different directions. 
For those of you who've chosen to follow God, my encouragement to you is to seek his opinion first in all that you do. And for those of you who haven't made that decision, if you're curious and want to know more, please feel free to come and chat to me or any of the youth team afterwards. I'd love nothing more to answer questions that you might have or to explore that with you. And the same goes for the people who serve here every Friday night. Here at Gateway Youth, our aim is to provide a space where each of you feels encouraged and as it says on Singer's office wall, we want to be your champions. For anyone who hasn't been to every night this term, I'd encourage you to listen to the podcasts. Just search Gateway Youth and have a listen to all the things that Singer's had to say this term because I think that you would uh, benefit from that. In closing, I just want to revisit the Bible verses that Singe read last week from Romans 8. But instead of reading them to you, I've changed them into a prayer. And I'd love for everyone in this room, or if you're choosing to listen on the podcast, just to soak this prayer in as we close out this series. So would you bow your heads and close your eyes with me? Dear God, we thank you that you are our champion that you love us so much that you gave up your son. We thank you that we can come to you and ask forgiveness and you'll give us right standing with you. No one can accuse or condemn us with you on our side. We know that when we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger, that victory is ours through Jesus who loves us. We're convinced that nothing can ever separate us from your love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from your love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from your love that is revealed to us in Christ Jesus our Lord. May your Holy Spirit move in each of our lives, no matter where we're at at, with finding our identities. Open our hearts to your love and knowing who we are in you. In Jesus' name, amen.